Proverbs 10, 24. What the wicked dreads will come upon him, but the desire of the righteous will be granted. I just want to start this verse with a quote from John Hartley in his commentary on Proverbs. He says, Fear and desire are strong motivators. Even though the wicked enjoy engaging in schemes that harm others, referring back to Proverbs 10.23, they dread the consequences that may attend their wayward schemes. This deep gnawing fear robs them of the joys of daily living. In God's providence, what they dread will overtake them. Conversely, what the righteous desire will be granted, for their desire comes from a heart that fears Yahweh. I think that's a really good summary of what's going on in these verses here. The wicked have the motivator of dread. And the righteous have the motivated motivator of desire. And that's all according to God's providence. So Bailey and I were watching a while back a show called 100 Humans. And they do a bunch of tests to just see different things about humans. And I've got some... Uh, I'm a I'm a nitpicky TV watcher, so I've got some flaws, uh, problems I have with their survey methods and the experiments. But one experiment they did was really interesting, and they they had the the humans racing on teams to pass a ball back and forth, and they did they used um, dread as a motivator, and they used desire as a motivator. And the problem I have is, of course, you're going to be better the second time you do the same test than you are the first time. But it was just interesting to see how the the people were motivated by their the, the promise of ice cream if their team was fastest. But they were really motivated by the punishment of having to wash windows if they lost. And I don't see washing windows as a punishment because I ran a window washing business for a year. But for them, it was a punishment and it was a huge motivator for them. They didn't want to lose because they didn't want to have to pay the price. And for the wicked here in verse 24, what they dread will come upon them. And that's actually God's kindness to them. God's kindness to us in many ways is allowing us to hit rock bottom or allowing us to hit our worst fear so that we run to him for refuge and for forgiveness. God's kindness to us at some points is to allow the, our greatest fear to come true so that we rely on him instead of relying on ourselves. It's the the point that we need him most. And so the the idea here is the wicked come to a point where they say, I need you, God, for us. I need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. That's one way that God draws people to himself. And then those that know him, the motivator for them is, hey, You've tasted and you've seen that the Lord is good. Now run after him. Go in for more. You desire him, and so your desire will be granted. The 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 joy you have in the things that God has given you and that in him himself, in God himself, 
the joy you have, the more you want it, that desire will be granted. And so we can pray for ourselves and for those we know in the first half of this verse by asking that God would use the things we dread to make us want him more and make others want him more. And then we can use the second half of the verse to pray for ourselves and for others that we would want the right things because the desire of the righteous is to know God and to have more of him. And so that we would, we would want those things and that God would grant those requests. So God, I pray for myself that, uh, if I walk in wickedness, if I turn from you in any way, pray that you would use the things I dread to push me back to you. Would your discipline be kindness, your, your retributive discipline for, for a, a, an act of punishment? Would it be kindness to me to draw me back to you? Pray for those that don't know you, that are in a place of rock bottom, that have hit a wall. I pray that they would see those things that they dread as an opportunity to run to you for refuge and forgiveness and healing. And then God, for for us that have been found in you and know you and are one with you, I pray that you would change our desires to where we want more of Jesus. That we want joyful things in this world, not for the sake of those things alone, but to enjoy those things for what they are fully and to in them be shaped as people that love good and righteous things above all those things, you. So God, I pray that this would be true in Christ's name. Amen. And that is Proverbs 10 verse 24.